1: It does come out in one piece. It comes out in one piece. I would argue that we certainly are not all created equal. And now, here's Mark. That's right, your radio activist is on the air. And I just returned from Chicago, Illinois, where we uh, participated in the national protest of Stericycle. Stericycle being the uh, number one waste uh disposal provider for Planned Parenthood, and I just spent uh, two days up in Chicago with my good friend Eric Scheidler from the Pro-Life Action League exposing Stericycle and the enabling of the abortion cartel to the CEO, the board of directors, and everybody that lives in Chicago and in Lake Forest. So I got back here late last night, and here we are behind the microphone coming to you Live from our studios here in Columbus, Ohio. And what I want to talk about today is whatever happened to the Democrat slogan, safe, legal, and rare. What Whatever happened to, remember Bill Clinton way back, you know? I'm Bill Clinton. Remember him? Remember May? Remember May? Do you remember May? Remember him? Bill Clinton, President of the United States in the 1990s came up with the infamous phrase that abortion should be safe, legal, and rare. Whatever happened to that? That used to be the Democrats' position on abortion, safe, legal, and rare. Well, the rare part just recently has definitely gone out the window with these bans that have been passed in state legislatures like Ohio with our heartbeat bill, other heartbeat bills and other state legislatures, and then... Uh the Alabama abortion ban that was passed a week or so ago. The other side is totally abandoned this whole idea of abortion being safe, legal, and rare. You know what anyway just just think about this: Why should it be rare if it's just like getting your teeth or a tooth pulled what Why would it be rare if it's just like any other elective? uh medical procedure you know i always wondered about that if it's a constitutional right you know if it's protected by our constitution the right to privacy or the right to abortion then why should it be rare everybody should be having one right or or wanting to have one that is why do we want it to be rare it, it, it implies the fact that it, they wanted it to be a rare thing basically implies that there may be something wrong about abortion but anyway i digress uh, this whole slogan, safe, legal, and rare, has gone by the wayside. They jettisoned it right after the election of Donald Trump. And now with these passages of the uh, these abortion bans across the country, uh, every single Democrat virtually is, is walking in lockstep in that abortion. It, it doesn't need to be rare. It ought to be something we're celebrating and we ought to be able to have Abortions up till the time of birth, or even after after birth, with the fantasy. If you don't believe me, let me just uh, share with you a couple of statements that have come out recently that we have video and audio on that we're going to play here in the program, and then these these stop the ban rallies that have been uh, popping up around the country. They're happening all the time now in several states. Uh, we had one here in Columbus in our state house just the other day, and we were down there counter protesting to stop the ban rallies. Uh, they're, they're, these are popping up around the country and these are in a reaction to the presidency of Donald Trump and the possibility of overturning Roe versus Wade, the change to the U.S. Supreme Court. And I think even more uh, likely the reason for this obviously is the passage of a lot of these abortion bans. So what I wanna do, I'm gonna go through each one of these uh, examples and play some, some uh, clip for you. The first one is Joe Biden, Joe Biden, Joe Biden, you know, who is now uh, said he's going to run for president. He said that he wants to end the Hyde Amendment, which prohibits taxpayer dollars to go for paying for abortions. The Hyde Amendment's been in place for 30 years. Uh, Henry Hyde, the champion pro-life, pro for Henry Hyde, helped to pass the Hyde Amendment back in the Reagan years, the 1980s. And ever since then, the federal government has been prohibited from spending tax dollars to pay for abortion. And the, it, historically, the Democrat Party had been in support of the Hyde Amendment. In other words, they were against taxpayer dollars going for abortion. But now, Joe Biden, and for that matter, you're going to find out every Democrat, at least the ones running for president, now say that the Hyde Amendment needs to go. It needs to be repealed, and we need to force Americans, whether you're uh even if you're against abortion, your money going to this type of thing, they are saying we want to force taxpayers to pay for child killing. So, Mr. Producer, if you would, let's uh, let's cue up this clip. This is Joe Biden. He's being asked a question on the campaign trail about the Hyde Amendment. Go ahead and play that clip. I'm an ACLU rights for all voter, and I have one quick question for you, and that is will you commit to abolishing the Hyde Amendment, which hurts poor women and, and yes. women of color.
0: Yes, and by the way, you remember I got a near-perfect voting record my entire career. I heard you
1: did, but I'm glad you just said you would commit to <laughs> no, abolishing I got the Hyde Amendment. That's a badge of honor. honor. It, it has to be. It can't stay. Thank it can't you. stay. How are it you, can't man? can't stay. Well, there you go. Uh, Joe Biden now on record saying that the Hyde Amendment has to go. Uh, and then he's got a perfect voting record with the ACLU. I, you know, that's a badge of honor now uh, for the Democrat Party. So it's not, it's not bad enough that abortion is legal. It's not bad enough that uh, they support, every one of them supports late-term abortion, and for that matter, infanticide. Uh, it's not bad enough that they support sex selection abortions. You know, they, they support heart attack abortions, dismemberment abortions. They've never seen an abortion they don't like, and now they want you to pay for it. We're going to jettison the Hyde Amendment. Historically, been a bipartisan position. That's Joe Biden. Now we want to move on. Hawaii Senator Mazie Hirano. This this woman's a piece of work. she she is a piece of work. I'll tell you that. Now she is saying, well, she she was on the uh, I don't know one of these stop the ban rallies in california uh by the way why why would you want to even protest in california abortion's legal like nowhere else in california i mean there, there's not there's no chance that you're going to ban abortion out of the california legislature but she is at one of these rallies again senator mazie hirono she's from hawaii and she talked about indoctrinating eighth graders Uh, in her pro-abortion agenda. Go ahead and play that clip. Court, justices, corsets, Kavanaugh, are you listening? Uh, I just left 16 8th graders from a public school in Hawaii, and I told them I was coming to a rally in front of the Supreme Court, and they said, why? And I said, it's because we are... We have to fight for abortion rights, and they knew all about it. And I asked the girls in that group of eighth graders, how many of girls. you girls think that government should be telling 13. us women when and if we want to have babies? Not a single one of them raised their hand. And then, Well, I wonder why. I mean, they're not under pressure from her at all. Who were there among the 60. I said, you know, it's kind of hard for a woman to get pregnant without you guys. How many of them, Although if they a, could do it, how many they would. Of you boys think it's government should be telling <laughs> girls and women when and if we're going to have babies, and not a single one of them raised their hand. Well, there you go. There's so okay. So you got uh, Mazie Hirono, senator from Hawaii, hardcore leftist, pro-abort, socially all the all the bad things, indoctrinating eighth graders indoctrinating eighth-grader girls, you know, about abortion. Got to get them early, you know. Let's get to them early. It's not bad enough that Planned Parenthood's probably in every every one of those high schools in California telling kids to have sex and giving them a condom and then talking about how well they have this backup plan called abortion. And it's not bad enough they're being indoctrinated by Planned Parenthood. Now we need Maisie Hirano to indoctrinate eighth-graders. On abortion. And basically, it's peer pressure, right? She's saying, no wonder none of the kids raise their hands. You know, who wants to be the oddball, the weirdo in a group like that when you've got a senator addressing your, your school who asks to raise their hands anybody that objects to a woman's right to kill their baby? I mean, nobody's going to raise their hand in that situation. The pressure on our young people is immense, folks. And the other side understands that. They understand in order to win this battle, they've got to reach down as as young as they can, reach as young as they can, and educate—or I bet better said indoctrinate—young people in the pro-abortion position. They get it, and they're going younger and younger and younger. Eighth grade. I mean, this is eighth grade. Before long, it'll be kindergartners, you know, getting indoctrinated in the pro-abortion position. Before long, Maisie Hirano and her ilk in Congress will be talking to children in kindergarten about uh, the right to abortion, right to kill your baby. That, that's, that's where this is heading. Uh, this is why, people, this is why we do what we do at Created Equal. This is why we go to high schools. This is why we educate uh, young people on abortion in high school. More and more, we are reaching young, just like them, we are going younger and younger to educate people on abortion. Somebody's got to counter the Maziaranos of the world who have the power and the pressure they can put on young people to conform. Somebody's got to raise up the standard, the alternative, the counterposition to that. And And we are doing that. More than any group in the country, we go to high schools several days a week, And we share the truth about abortion using abortion victim photography. So we're doing what we can to counter the positions of people like Maisie Urano. But the bottom line is safe, legal, and rare? Mm -mm, No more. Now, Nancy Pelosi, we can't leave her out. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi uh, the other day said that states are banning abortions because it's just a bunch of white guys and they fear women. It's just a bunch of white guys, and they fear women. Uh, do we have that click, Mr. Producer? Uh, that one, we don't. Okay, so here, here's her position. So if you're a guy, by the way, maybe this legislature, say in Alabama and Ohio, uh, they, maybe the, the majority of them are men, uh, and they voted for this. What, what? So what? Women voted for the men, by the way. I mean, women voted in those states and they put men in those positions. So those men are simply representing the women and men of their districts. I mean, so what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? I mean, this is just an ad hominem fallacy. We attack people based on their gender, their sex, their race, their religion, whatever. We attack the man. That's ad hominem, attacking the man instead of Attacking the position. And that's what Nancy Pelosi's saying. Why throw, and by the way, white. What, what is what does that have to do? Who, who's the racist here? Nancy Pelosi says that these legislatures who are banning abortion are white male and, and white men. I mean, what does race have to do with this? Why, why insert that into this? And by the way, last time I checked, Nancy Pelosi's white you know what 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 is this 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 is identity politics at its worst divide the country into groups white men you know transgender homosexual whatever you know divide them up rich poor middle class upper class you know rich poor all all the let's divide them up Balkanize the country and and try to gather up these different groups into a constituency and try to win elections and force these other groups uh, into submission. That's that's what it is. This is aimed at white men or men generally to shut up. Like she, and Macy Arano basically said, men, men need to just sit down and shut up. Remember that? Remember when she said that during the Kavanaugh hearings? That men need to just sit down and shut up? I mean, there is an effort across the country when it comes to the left, liberal left, and abortion advocates in particular, to target men specifically white men, and they're basically saying you need to sit down and shut up. Well I got news for you. If we succumb to that, by the way, did you notice I'm white and I'm a male? And I'm not gonna shut up. <laughs> Bottom line, I'm not gonna shut up. I'm just gonna I'm gonna get louder, folks. <laughs> not 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 quieter. But anyway, uh this effort to make this only about women. We've heard that forever from the left, from the abortion advocates, that this is just a woman's issue, right? Because men can't get pregnant. They should have no say in this, right? That's what we heard. Now, I have to say, and, I, and I'm a bit concerned about this, the pro-life movement's buying into that too, in some ways. Because what we'll do uh, in order to kind of keep up with the Joneses here and not uh and 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 basically in 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 many respects agree with the other side that it's about women. We make it about women. We only have women speak at rallies sometimes. no men are represented. Some of our largest organizations are run by women, which is good. I'm glad for that we need women in the movement, obviously, no doubt, but there should be a balance. We also need men to speak up. men with chess. Men that have the courage to stand up and call other men into the battle. We cannot win this with just pro-life women. We can't. Nor can we win this with just pro-life men. If you're going to take one side or the other, you're going to exclude half the electorate in your in your uh, in your in your group in, in the attempt to outlaw abortion. And if it's just women making the case, I guarantee you what's going to happen, men are just going to check out. They're going to say, well, I don't have any place in this. There's no place in this for me. There's no fight for me. I I, I won't be welcomed within the pro-life movement if I'm a guy. And we need to come against that, folks. We need strong, courageous, articulate men to take a stand along with our women who are also doing the same thing. So let's move on. Cory Booker. Cory Booker. He's vowed to create an office of reproductive freedom if elected president. Uh, think about that. These guys are just trying to outdo each other. An office of reproductive freedom. Well, you know what? We already got that. It's called the U.S. Congress. <laughs> yeah, you know, we already got that. It's called the federal courts. What more do we need, uh, Corey? And then uh, Kristen Gilderbrand. She she also doesn't think that uh, taxpayers should be exempt from paying for abortions. If you queue up that video, if you would, uh, that audio, Kristen Gilderbrand, she's running for president too. And they're all going over, you know, trying to outdo each other, to out-extreme each other on abortion. And she says that uh, that uh, taxpayers should be paying for abortion. Go ahead and play that clip. With equality. What about the Hyde Amendment, which prohibits federal funding for abortion, which you uh,
0: oppose the Hyde Amendment? What would you say to taxpayers out there who say, look, I support everyone having their own freedoms, but that when it comes to my tax dollars, abortion isn't something that I want to support? You know, uh, we have a tenet in our Constitution. It's called separation of church and state. No, they and, love that one. Uh I do not believe that that is a valid argument. I think that the Hyde Amendment should be repealed and that we actually need to make sure that women, regardless of their income level, have a basic right to reproductive care. It's about our humanity and it's about our basic civil rights. And so I will work to um, repeal the Hyde Amendment. I will right, also work enough. to codify.
1: Here's the thing. What does the sec- separation of church and state have to do with the height Amendment? I mean, seriously. Now, I know it plays well because they hate Christianity, right? They hate Christianity. They hate religion unless it serves their purposes. If it serves their purposes, they don't care about the separation, so-called separation of church and state. They're not, they don't care once whatsoever about that. They'll use religion anytime it advances their cause. We see it all the time on the left, don't they? I sat to heartbeat bill uh, uh, testimony from pro-abortion advocates, and they constantly, regularly used religion to support abortion rights. Although they say they're against, they're for the separation of church and state. What does taxpayer funding of abortion have to do with the so-called separation of church and state? What 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 does it have to do with that? This is about taxpayer funding. It doesn't have anything to do with religion necessarily. You can be against abortion and not be religious. You just think it's an issue of civil rights. And you don't think your taxpayers, your dollars should go to something that's morally repugnant. has nothing to do with religion. Uh, This is a straw man. It plays well with the left because they hate Christianity. They hate Christ. They hate God. And they want to take him out of the public square. And so they throw this out there and it plays well with a lot of people. So Again, all of these candidates running for, for, for president now are out-extreming each other. And the idea that abortion should remain safe, legal, and rare, as Bill Clinton said in the 90s, has gone out the window, totally jettisoned from the party. And let me again exhort you, if you are a card-carrying Democrat or have been for decades, you need to drop out of the Democrat Party. There, there is no room for a Christian within the Democrat Party because of their position on child killing. They have no limitations up until the time of birth, and they want you to pay for it. If you, are, if you claim Christ, you can't vote for a person like that. And I exhort you, get out of the Democrat Party now. All right, now I want to finish the program with one last clip. And this is really interesting because as we saw earlier here, uh, Nancy Pelosi said that these abortion bans are being passed by uh, in, in state legislatures. They're being passed by white men. Remember that? She said only white men are passing there because they fear women and they're trying to force women to, uh, you know, remain pregnant or whatever. Uh, here's the thing. There are a lot of white men on their side of the equation, too, by the way, which I, I think men obviously should have a say in this, a big say in this. Uh, They're at least 50% of the problem, right? (laughs) They should be 50% of the solution. But on their side, they have white men, too, at their rallies. White men, too. And I want to play a clip. This is a white man reacting to us when we went to the Stop the Bands rally here in Columbus, Ohio, at our statehouse the other day. This is a white man. Now, you can't see, obviously, in radio (laughs) whether he's white or not, but... (laughs) This is a white man, and it's okay if you're white and you're male and you're pro-abortion because you support a woman's so-called right to choose. Now, this guy is a perfect representation of the type of men that come to these rallies. We're going to play this clip. Now, uh, this one's pretty, pretty extreme. So go ahead and play the clip, Mr. Producer.
0: You think pro-lifers should be shot? I think that pro-lifers who stand between um, patients and their doctors deserve something. Deserve, to be, deserve to be shot? I they they, deserve-, be shot. they deserve, deserve to be shot. You think they deserve to be shot? I, I do think so. Okay, he just said that pro-lifers deserve to be shot. They're standing between a patient and their doctor. Basically,
1: this guy goes on for several minutes, basically saying, again, this guy's a white man, uh, saying that pro-lifers should be shot. Shot. Now, he's against abortion. Uh, I'm sorry. He's for abortion, which is the dismemberment of a human being limb by limb in Europe. So he's for violence. It's okay when you kill a baby. And he's also for shooting pro-lifers. Now, think about this. If this were a pro-life man saying that pro-choicers deserve to be shot, this would be national news. CNN, MSNBC. The Wall Street, I mean, uh, New York Times, all these places, they would be, this would be top story. Pro-lifers says pro-choicers need to be shot. But because it's a pro-abort man saying about pro-lifers that they should be shot crickets from the media, crickets from the media. But this this goes in that narrative of the extremism of the Democrat Party and the pro-abortion lobby right now in America. This whole idea of safe, legal, legal, and rare, is gone. It's done. It's over. And because of the, what's happening with the Donald Trump and the possibility of changing the Supreme Court and overturning Roe versus Wade and these state legislatures passing these abortion bans, the other side's freaking out. I mean, they're going into orbit and they're out-extreming each other to the point that we have a man saying that the pro-lifers should be shot. And we've seen over and over in the last several weeks and months attacks on pro-life advocates like Created Equal and others across the country. So folks, get in the game. Get in the game now. We've got something you can do. July 16 and 17 in Ohio, in Columbus, we are having what we're calling the Day of Action. The Day of Action. Come out and join us. We'll train you. We'll take you out on the street for two days of activism and training. Day of Action, July 16 and 17. You can find out more about that by going to createdequal.org. And if you want to find out more about the, uh, the program, Mark Harrington Live here, your radio activist, go to markharrington.org. Markharrington.org. Be with us for the Day of Action, July 16 and 17, here in Columbus. If you're in the tri state area of Michigan, West Virginia, you know, whatever, uh, Pennsylvania. Come to Columbus and be part of the Day of Action, July 16 and 17. And go to Mark to find out more about our radio program. We'll see you next time. God bless you. God bless America. And remember, America, to bless God.
0: You've been listening to Mark Harrington,
1: your radio activist.